All right, welcome everybody. It is October 22nd, Sunday, and I wanted to get something out there and take the chance to talk about fitness trackers, health trackers, wearables, but there's a million of them. I don't know if there's a million. There's there's at least more than five. So I just want to talk about two. One is going to be the Whoop Strap, and the other one is going to be the Aura Ring. I own both of those. I've had them for several years, and so I can, I guess, share my perspective. If you've been thinking about tracking your health and fitness, maybe you'd like to have some more information. And if you don't want to have more information, then you need to find something else to listen to. Also, we are going to have a low background hum because the AC is not working. I don't know why. It sounds like it's expensive to fix ACs. It's central. So we're going to have a fan on. Otherwise, there's no way I can sit here for more than five minutes. Maybe we'll try and keep it to five minutes. I'm not sure. Um, In other news, I just contacted my alien guy and asked him to look into the New World Order that revolves around the trifecta of London, the Vatican, and Washington, D.C., just listened to a podcast, a very conspiracy theorist sounding podcast about why those three places are going to result in the New World Order. I don't really know about it. It's very interesting. Sounds like there's a lot of routes to go. Uh, it was also on my feed. Somebody had mentioned something about um, the Vatican is basically the Roman Empire. And that's where the money's at. That's a lot to look into. And I got to get out of here in like an hour. So maybe you can look into it on your own. Or maybe our alien expert will look into it and travel down that rabbit hole this week. On the work side of things, uh, 209th class just graduated. It should be coming out shortly. 210 is at the halfway point and 211 started. If you want to work as a police officer in Honolulu, now is a good time. If you've never thought about it, maybe you should think about it. You don't have to if you don't want to, but they are hiring. It's a good time. It's a good academy. There's a lot of good things you can do. If you don't do that already, if you're a listener and you don't do that already, I assume most of my listeners do that already, but hopefully we've got some good people coming out to you guys. If you're not already a coworker with me, maybe that's something you want to look into. And especially if you maybe want to live in Hawaii, that's a, that's a pretty good job to do. It's a little bit different here than everywhere else. We like to think and we're right. It's different. It's it's still difficult. It's a hard time right now. It's weird. It's weirder than it was 20 years ago, but it's still good. It's still good. Honest work, we call that, if you're doing it right. So anyways, uh, back to the fitness trackers. So like I said, I have both of these. Um, they're, they're both based around heart rate, collecting your heart rate continuously, continuous heart rate tracking, You can usually pull it up and look at it, you know, whenever you want, see what your heart rate is doing. They both um, 
claim to be highly accurate. They both have their share of complaints, but every heart rate tracker has its share of complaints. Actually, anything in this world has its share of complaints. You just got to look for it. You can find people complaining about just about everything. So, you know, for what it is, it does what it's supposed to do. I kind of think of it like a body fat scale. You can step on a body fat scale and it'll tell you you are like 10% body fat. You're probably not 10% body fat. But if you jump on the scale again and it's 18% body fat, you know that you got fatter if you couldn't tell. So these kind of do the same thing. They give you a place where you can look for patterns. And patterns is where you can kind of monitor the trend of your health. I like to tell people like every day that you're around, you're either doing something to make yourself better or you're doing something to make yourself worse. If you went to McDonald's in the morning and you went back in the afternoon and you went back for dinner, you probably didn't do that great for the day. But if you woke up, you continued to fast for four or five hours and then you had like six eggs and ground beef and maybe some fruits. This is not nutrition advice. It's just a comparison. Something like that. Uh, You know that you got better that day, right? Or if you went and you worked out, then you made progress today. Or you went to go train instead of sitting on the couch and scrolling. Then you're doing something better. You're getting better every day. So these things can be kind of markers and then they can also be motivation. Motivation comes and goes so it's not very reliable to rely on motivation Um, they say that discipline is better you know building habits to to continue to do the things that are going to make you better but you know shit sometimes if you're a person that needs motivation then you got to do what you got to do so you know get a new pair of shoes get a um, shirt and a tracker and stay on that train as long as you can maybe it'll turn into a habit and Maybe it won't just be motivation anymore. So these are definitely interesting. If you like data, if you like looking at um, presented data, charts, um, metrics, and stuff like that, then you're just like me. But it also means that uh, these will give you what you want. Okay, they're worn. The difference between the two, there's a couple of differences, but the main difference is how you wear them. The whoop strap, if you don't know this already, you're way behind. But the whoop strap is a strap. It's all, it's like a watch without a face. So it has a kind of a soft, stretchy band. It goes around your wrist. The tracker itself is small. And it has a little sensor inside, and it collects many, many things. And the aura ring, in comparison, is, surprise, a ring. It goes around your finger. And it has a smooth kind of acrylic inside with three little bumps and those are your sensors and it also collects a ton of data so you kind of have to decide for you which um, wearing style works for you but also if you look at the way that the data is presented maybe you like one of the platforms better than the other and you can find screenshots of that on the internet um, if you just search for it so anyway these devices, they track your heart rate, okay? And then they also track your sleep cycles. They are in-depth sleep trackers. And it collects some other metrics that we'll talk about that basically lets you know if you are getting recovery and making progress or if you're overdoing it 
and you need to take a break. And that's pretty much the best um, best way to think about it. Um, you know, you can maximize your sleep through doing different things, taking different supplements, changing your routines. But these devices let you see what impact that has immediately on your recovery when you wake up in the morning. So back to the whoop strap. The strap is customizable. There's a ton of colors. You can get super fancy with gold-plated stuff, or you can do whatever the normal material is. It's lightweight, but you can also take that tracker off your wrist. You can throw it on a bicep sleeve. You can put it into um, undergarments, swim garments, girls. You can put it into sports bras. I have uh, one of the ones that has a waistband spot. Supposedly, these are the um, best studied areas to put these. So they have built-in little pouches. It's debatable how comfortable it is. If you wear it for like 20 hours, it's it's probably going to bother you. But if you go wear it for a workout, it's probably going to be fine. Um, the straps are around 50 bucks, and I think they last a fair amount of time before they start to get gross. You can wash them, of course. The arm sleeves are around 30, and the arm sleeve is what I throw it in to train jiu-jitsu so you can track your heart rate. Um, if you look at all the pricing, it's pretty consistent with the modern world. And then when you talk about the device and the pricing itself, now we're into the subscription model. If you haven't noticed for the last two to three years, everything has been going towards subscription-based pricing. So Whoop gives you the device for free, in air quotes, and the pricing varies based on how much you want to commit to prepaying. If you want to try it for 30 days, they offer a 30-day trial. You can send it back. I was actually going to do that, but I ended up liking it. The same thing with the uh, Uller mattress topper for temperature-controlled sleep that we'll talk about another time. How does the pricing work? If you do monthly membership, month-to-month, cancel at any time, it's $30 a month. If you do prepaid for a year, it's going to be $239. And if you commit to two years up front, it'll be $399. So 400 bucks, device included. Um, there's also no um, discounts. Okay, you can find discounts between 15 and 30 percent off. You just kind of got to look for them online. You can search. You should always, you should always look for a online discount code when you buy online. I don't know if that's. I don't know if people want me to say that. Actually, I'm not tied to anybody, so I say do it. Whenever you buy something online, search for whatever company discount code. You can try them, and then hopefully they let you keep trying them. And you might find one that works. And they've they've never I've never had them check on it. So you know I find them all the time. So if you think about it, four hundred bucks for two years. That's not bad. Hundred no two hundred bucks a year. Um, four hundred over the course of two years for the technology. I think that the device could cost 400 on its own. But what they're doing with the subscription is they're just guaranteeing that you're going to keep feeding into the system. So you can't keep it for five years 
and start making your money back after two years. Like when I had my Garmin Phoenix, I think I kept that thing for like five years. The technology and the subsequent models bypassed what I had, but it wasn't worth it for me to upgrade. So I just kept it. And after, you know, the initial cost was paid, then basically I'm using it for free. So I think that's where you see a lot of the subscription stuff coming in. Okay. But I wouldn't feel too bad about the subscription stuff because the lifespan of these devices is, you know, it's up for, it's up in the air. It can be three years before it gives you problems. It could be five, but, you know, between the technology and the time, you know, three years is, two to three years is going to be kind of upgrade time anyways. So it's not like it's a terrible, you know, model to use for technology. So now let's talk about the Aura Ring. Okay. It's a ring. They want you to wear it on fingers one, two, or three. So if you like pinky rings, you're out of luck. I don't know anybody who likes pinky rings currently. But if you do, then, you know, enjoy. You, you do what you got to do. At the time that I bought it, I bought the Aura Ring first. Um, Aura was the leader in detailed sleep tracking. The first generation was extremely ugly. The second generation was round and it had a flat top. And there was a waiting list of like six months. So I signed up, I waited, and they send you a sizing kit first. So you can get exactly which size ring you want for whichever finger you want to wear it on. And currently... I don't think that there's a waiting list. There's Their production has ramped up. So you can actually find that... Um, you can actually find that in a Best Buy right now. You can find both of these things if you walk into a Best Buy. You're just probably not going to get the best price. But if you wanted to go impulse buy it today, you could. Um, pricing on the Aura Ring is basic silver and black at $299. And then there's an upgraded stealth matte finish at $399 or... Gold, if you're fancy, for four forty nine, and the difference between those is just the finish. The tech is all the same. So if you wanted to just jump in at two ninety nine, you get the same tech as the four forty nine. When I got mine, I got the stealth because uh, that extra upgrade was worth it to me for the look. Um, I was happy with it for the whole time that I was using it. Um, the amount of scratching, I wore it for work and stuff. And it, it wasn't uh, terrible. I wasn't unhappy with it. Um, it didn't peel or, or look like shit or anything like that. So it was, um, it was pretty good. So Aura Ring, you used to just buy the ring. And then something happened. Aura went to a subscription system. I know it's shocking, but now Aura is on subscription system. So originally, you used to get all the data that it was tracking. You get um, all kinds of stuff. But now you get, for free, sleep, readiness, and activity. Three scores. Unless you get the membership, which gives you in-depth sleep analysis, personalized insights, live heart rate monitoring, and your body temperature. 
the pricing on that. Aura gives you one month free, and after that, it's five ninety nine a month. So six bucks a month. It seems small, but like I said, it keeps you feeding into the system, and it's up to you if that bothers you that it could be given to you for free and that it used to be given to you for free or you know do you understand and you're okay with a company trying to do what it's got to do i don't know Uh, because i had mine for so long i got a free lifetime membership so i can't really give you feedback on that yeah you kind of got to decide on your own so the between the two now we have Whoop at 400 for two years and Aura base model with a subscription at 364. So a difference of around 50 bucks. But if you get the Whoop, you're going to end up spending more because you are going to buy the available accessories because you get more versatility and they're interesting and the website is vibrant and you just can't help it. You're going to have to at least get, uh, you know, one alternative way of wearing it just so that you get the benefit of um, that system. Uh, I, like I said, I wear the, the arm sleeve for jujitsu training. It works good. Uh, hasn't really given me problems. You can't really wear a ring like the Aura ring when you're training unless you want to get your finger ripped off. So that was a plus in the whoop category for me. And if you compare those two devices to something like a Garmin Phoenix, I think those things are up around $1,000 right now. So Garmin gives you no subscription, but their device is like 1000 bucks. So you're going to have to keep that thing for, what numbers did I give you? Two years, and then two years for 400 so four years. You're going to have to keep that thing for like five years. So, you know, can you do it? Probably you can probably keep a Garmin Phoenix for five years. But like I said, technology is always moving. So you may not want to just have that thing for five years. Maybe you want to get one of these devices for two and then see what's out there after that. I think I've had, I've had these things for like three, three years going on four years. And, you know, in that time, nothing has really gotten super advanced. Um, One good thing about the Aura Ring is that it plays well with Apple Health. So if you are an Apple Watch owner, and especially if you use Apple Watch for working out, you can ditch your Aura Ring for the workout so you don't scratch it up on barbells and kettlebells and stuff. And your Apple Watch will collect your data and feed it into your Aura app. So you'll get your activity tracking, and that's kind of one way around it. So You know, something to think about if you have an Apple Watch, if you're an Apple Watch user, uh, you won't really run into shortcomings on the Aura ring. So Aura plays well with Apple. Now, if you go down to like budget trackers, like Fitbit, sorry, nothing against Fitbit, but, you know, a lot of the online forums will point out issues with... um, durability, um, you know, breaking and stuff like that. And they are cheaper, but sometimes you get what you pay for. So that's also up to you. Like I said, the accuracy is claimed to be high. I haven't had a problem with it. I'm sure it's not, you know, 
like you're sitting in a hospital hooked up to an EKG. But I think it's good enough to, like I said, track your trends. One thing about the Whoop um, is that it has difficulty reading through tattooed skin. So lucky for me, I got kind of an open spot on this sleeve. So it's been able to, to get my readings. But I've seen on the forums that some people have um, big time issues with Whoop reading through tattooed skin. I don't know if they're going to fix that. Apparently, it was not a problem before one of the updates, and then it started to become a problem. So I'm not sure what the deal is with that. Uh, but let's get into what they're tracking. They both track your heart rate. That's what the whole thing is centered around. But they also both calculate your heart rate variability. Okay, And without being a science class, heart rate variability is the time between your heart rate, heartbeats. It fluctuates slightly. It's undetectable. It's not an arrhythmia. But your brain is always receiving information about the world around you, and it's constantly telling your heart to speed up or slow down. So that's the autonomic nervous system. It goes without you knowing, and it's divided into two parts. I'm sure you've heard of it before. You got sympathetic and you got parasympathetic. Okay, sympathetic is fight or flight, increased heart rate, blood pressure, gets you out of trouble, and parasympathetic balances out. Your sympathetic controls your relaxation response, so it slows down your heart rate, reduces your blood pressure. And these two things work together all the time to keep you in balance. Your HRV shows how adaptable your body can be, and if you have super low HRV, it shows you have less resilience. So if you think about it, if you have a higher heart rate, then there's less time for variability, and you can see this in chronic Diseases like diabetes, high blood pressure, asthma, anxiety, and depression. But it's also very individualized, so there's no number that you should be looking for. Again, we're looking for trends. So there's a difference in how the two devices calculate and measure your HRV. Um, like Aura uses a, what's called the RMSSD, and it takes an average of five-minute intervals throughout your sleep where WHOOP uses a weighted average throughout your sleep with more weight on the deep sleep periods. When I compare the two um, sets of data that I get, they're pretty close. They're not exact. Uh, but neither one looks like it's way off. Uh, they're, they're both tracking pretty close. But like I said, not exactly the same. Okay, uh, They both track through your sleep phases. They give you data on deep sleep, light sleep, and REM sleep. And it also shows you periods where this thing thinks that you're awake, which you might not know about. Uh, sometimes people have found that they've got actually sleep apnea, and they wouldn't have known it if they didn't have the device. So that's a good plus um, in the studying your health category. Both devices measure your body temp so you'll see it as a plus or a minus with a plus indicating stress or sickness and a minus indicating better recovery. Um, when I got uh, threatened at work and got a COVID shot, uh, my body temp was up way up the highest it's ever been and I felt like shit. So that matches up. Uh, but the good thing about that is you'll see those trends before you actually get sick, and we'll talk about that more later. Um, both devices measure your respiratory rate, your breaths per minute. When you get sick, your respiratory rate goes up. 
And when you're nice and relaxed, your respiratory rate obviously goes down. So by watching your HRV, your resting heart rate, your body temp, and your respiratory rate, again, we're talking about trends. You can see when your body is kind of fighting or, you know, struggling to stay healthy. Um, that's where you have all the messed up numbers. And if your stuff looks normal, then you probably feel normal and you can carry on with your day. Uh, one time I had like a minor tooth issue that I was um, ignoring, you know, like like uh, all men do. And um, when my numbers got all messed up, I went to the dentist. The dentist told me um, I'm an idiot and I should have gone in sooner. But, you know, I wouldn't have gone in if it wasn't for my scores. So that's a plus one for saving me from myself. And that might be, you know, if you're like me and you don't like to go get stuff checked on, then that's, that's a plus. Maybe, maybe you just feel better about having the numbers to match up. Okay. Uh, we talked about making adjustments to your routines. Um, the good thing is you can see what effect those adjustments have right when you wake up. So things like your exposure to blue light, um, how soon you eat before you go to bed, uh, sleeping in complete darkness versus ambient light, uh, supplements like melatonin, even the different milligrams. If you take one, three, five, or 10, you can see what effect that has on your sleep phases. So it becomes very interesting when you look at those sleep and recovery scores. Um, you can decide, you know, based on the scores, you don't have to listen to them. You know, if you want to work out hard and your device tells you that you really shouldn't, um, just do what you want. You can work out hard anyways, but you might notice that, you know, the next night you also don't recover. And if you do that for three or four nights, then, you know, maybe your your health starts to not feel so good. Sometimes um, you may get like a really good score and you may not feel that great, but you push through and you end up being fine. So... It kind of works both ways in, in helping you shape your decisions that you're going to make. You got to be kind of careful, though, not to get, um, don't let it control your life. You know, don't uh, wake up wanting to do something and then like, oh, shit, I got a bad recovery score. I got to stay in bed, you know, or, you know, becoming obsessed with like letting it ruin your day that you didn't get good sleep or you didn't get the score that you wanted. It's just a tracker. It just is giving you data. So don't get too wrapped up in it. But like I said, it is good to have. It's good to see those numbers match up with how you're feeling. And sometimes you can even predict uh, when you are going to get sick. Like, And you might be able to prevent it. If you see your scores um, not doing well and you decide, okay, you know what, I'm going to rest and I'm going to up my you know, fruits and vegetables or my vitamins, and I'm going to take it easy, you may actually be able to fight through sick without even feeling it. And the other thing is you'll see those numbers come up and sure enough, you don't do anything, then you, you end up getting sick in the next two to three days. So it's a good predictor. It's, um, it's definitely useful. Back to the comparison about the two. It's really up to you what style of wear in your wearables that you you are interested in. I would say between the two of them, pricing is not um, the major deciding factor. And I think it comes down to more just what style 
works better for you. One thing to think about with the aura ring and rings in general is that if you put on 25 pounds in a few months, your ring might not fit anymore and you won't be able to really do anything about it. So my aura ring has been sitting kind of because I don't want it to get stuck on my finger. I don't want to have to cut it off. I just got to wait until I don't want to be this size anymore, but I do. So I'm just using the whoop strap. Um, I miss, I miss seeing the aura ring data, but the whoop strap is, it's nice. I like the way that the data is presented. If you think about what is a good way to, to summarize how the two compete against each other, I think that the aura ring is more automatic. It kind of does more on its own. The whoop strap does do a lot on its own, but it has a lot of room for changing stuff. Like if it detects an activity, you can delete it and say, no, that's not what I was doing. Or if you wanted to add an activity, you can go back and you can add in a workout. You can add in any number of things, uh, recovery stuff, sauna, ice bath, uh, stretching, coaching. There's a lot of categories. And then Whoop also gives you an actual journal where you can log the behaviors and it organizes that and presents it into a graph to show you if it's a net positive or a net negative as far as the trend of that behavior. So it's a lot to think about with these two. But overall, I would say either one is worthwhile. Um, Everybody that I know who has gotten one of them, I think... I think only one person went with the whoop strap and I think everybody else went with the aura ring as far as coworkers that I know. Um, so it's a personal choice. I think that uh, either one is good and, you know, at any rate, it's good to track what you're doing. It's good to make your health, your hobby. It's good to do positive things to improve every day instead of uh, letting yourself get into a sick state. That's kind of the way the health system is designed where we just get sick and we treat it with medication. But I think it's far better to make your fitness and your wellness your hobby and to work on that every day in the choices that you make. This just makes it a little bit easier because it's matching up numbers and scores with the data that it's collecting from your body. So I hope that uh, everybody who was wondering about Whoopstrap and Aura Ring got some information. Like I said, order online or you can walk into Best Buy if you're super impatient. Uh, Look for discount codes uh, for these purchases and for all online purchases. Thanks for listening this week. I wanted to mention that the original Buzzsprout website, the new episodes are not going to be posted there anymore. They were really, uh, really nice. The website looks really good, but we have moved to rss.com. So the link for that website is on there. All of the uh, feeder links on that to get to your different podcasting platforms, those are live and active on the rss.com page. If you're subscribed on 
Apple or Spotify, you should continue to get the latest stuff. And if you Google search for the podcast, you can also find various other platforms to listen to it on. Uh, if you'd like to share any comments, you can message us on the podcast Instagram page. And I hope to see you guys next week with another interview episode. Have a good week.